0: Faith session for the year 2021. This is Pastor Ruth Muta from Exalted Christ Church, and I'm here to welcome you this morning. I'm so excited. I'm so excited this Sunday, and I know that God is going to do something for you and me as you are joining into this uh, session, to this word of faith session. I believe that your faith is going to skyrocket and God is going to do great and mighty miracles for you and be believe it believe it and be ready to receive it so where you are just begin to share this uh, session with others just begin to invite other people to come in and join in and also partake of the things that God are going to release to you this day hallelujah hallelujah I tell you it's going to be a powerful session and as we're going to start with this first session I just want you and me to just get into a time of prayer a time of worshiping a time of giving God all the glory for me I'm excited this morning I am here I am alive I am fit I am well I am healthy and I know that it's not by my own doing no but it's by the grace of God and I also believe that you being alive today is also by the grace of God and we have something then to give God the praise for this morning to just worship him to just glorify him in this morning so where you are right now in the comfort of your home if, if you are driving Wherever you are, just join me as we begin to praise God. So this one, you don't need anything else, but just to say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for your great grace. So begin to praise him where you are. Father, we glorify your name. Father, we worship you in this morning. We praise you. You are a great and glorious God. Oh, we stand in all of your greatness. We stand in all of your goodness. We stand in all of your mighty works and your mighty power in our lives today. Oh, heavenly Father, we worship you. We give you praise. Praise him. Praise him. Join me. Just begin to praise him. If if you can speak in the spirit, just begin to praise Him and speak in tongues. Oh, Zalabaredoza la Jadeha, Libaradahaya Zehoza la Jadeha, Libazadahaya Rizeh Hejadia Mahaya, Lejabababababahazadeherouda, Lejanda Haya Zagibeha, Haya Zalari de Zadeha, Mahaya, Lejabababababahazadeha, Ora ligodoza Janda Haya Belegedosa, Lija de Haya Zadaha. We praise you, Yeshua. We praise you, Yeshua. Oh, Razagidosa, Lihanda Haya, Lija Bebehe Zadiahaya, La Zamba de Hosa Jagadeha. There is none like you, there is none like you. Mighty is your name, Glorious is your name, Worthy you are. Lija Rigedosa, Ragidosa, La Jaba, just give him praise, just give him praise. Le Zagede de Jamahaya, Liza Gidosa, Riaha. Oh, we worship you, Abba Father. We worship you, mighty King. We worship you, Jesus, the King who reigns, the mighty King. His name is mighty. His name is power. Powerful. His name is glorious. All begin to worship him where you are. Worship him. Worship him. Oh Ragadia Haya from the bottom of our heart in this morning. We worship you. We magnify you. Your name is mighty. Your name is awesome. Oh Ya Don't stop, don't stop. Keep on pushing, keep on pushing. There are so many things to be grateful for in this morning and to just give him praise. Oh, ya jazagideh lebaharas oda rihe libazagadahaya libazagada haya lejbebebebebe lejazare dahaya mazagidoza oh ya jababababababa libezegidoza rihaaya lijabazagideh ezada haya. Mighty is you, huh? mighty is you, our King. Mighty is you, huh? mighty is you, the ruler. Mighty is you, Jehovah. We worship you. We praise your name. We glorify Your name, mighty King. Oh hallelujah! Oh hallelujah! 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 Oh Jaza razia haya rima zada Father we thank you in this morning oh we give you praise we magnify your name we give you praise we magnify your name oh Jesus Zahaya linda Hazagide. reza baba baba jaza dia haya lande e jaza ga jaba dia lizara Deheze heza gedo hojalida lizaba haya rige de heza daha there is none like you oh Jesus dadada yamazabebe lizegedo Rigedeha. we search all over there is none. We search all over. There is none. Mighty is you, our God. Rosa Big In this morning, we raise a banner. We declare that you are the great and glorious king. Oh, you are the great and mighty king. And we give you all the honor, we give you all the praise. we give you all the reverence osha da dadah leje behe zagida haya, leja zandaya maza guwa bebe bebe oh ya zadi haya limba zagudah haya,regged osha, Yeshua, we glorify your name mighty king we worship you in this morning for you are great and greatly to be praised you are greater and awesome you are great and mighty we stand in all of your presence in this morning we stand in all of your mighty works mighty king we reverence you we reverence you we reverence you heavenly father we give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory and all the honor. You are mighty. You are mighty. You are awesome in this place. And to you, we give all our praise. To you, we give all our worship. To you, we surrender our all in this morning. Almighty King, we are just here to tell you, we love you, mighty God. We love you, Abba Father. We love you, Oh Heavenly Father. Oh Jazade Beheza Father, we give you all the praise. We worship you this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, and all the saints where you are, just say amen, make a joyful noise, clap your hands, and give God all the praise, hallelujah, 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 what a mighty God we save, what a mighty God we save, oh, hallelujah, it's so sweet and awesome to be in the presence of God, ha, I know where you are, you can also feel His sweet presence, that's moving in about and in the comfort of your home, wherever you are, just moving about And just be there and just open your heart and say, God, here I am, touch me, locate me from where I am, amen. And we know that our God is a God of no boundaries. He can touch you where you are, as long as you open your heart unto him, that he may touch you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And in this morning, I just want us to pray one more prayer point. Hallelujah. I want us to pray one more time. And I'm just going to read one of the, the, the teachings that we have read from our men of God, from our daily morning devotions. Hallelujah. In this year of the Spirit in Exalted Christ Church International, we are being taught to pray. Hallelujah. We are being taught the needing gritties and the strategies and the kind of things that we need to do as we pray as believers that we may receive and that we may connect to that which we are praying for hallelujah i shall read uh, um, what he has told us and afterwards i will read a scripture and we are going to pray focusing on that particular scripture hallelujah hallelujah praise be to jesus amen Amen and amen. So we have been taught on one of our daily devotions that prayer is a strategy that God gave us to keep us on top. Hallelujah. So if in this morning, wherever you are, you feel that things have not been working for you. Maybe in 2020, you feel that you have not been on any uh, on top. You have just been um, uh, in the middle or you have just been the tail. You have not been the head. This is one key point that you need to realize that prayer is a strategy that God gave us, that is you and me, that will keep us on top. So for you to move from whatever position you have been in, if you were in the, the, the last or you were in the middle or you were somewhere in nearing the top, if you want to move from that position, from that place, then you need to use the strategy that is called prayer. And what is significant about this point is that it is something that God has already given for us. What we just need to do is for us to tap into that strategy and to begin to practice that strategy and to begin to, to work on that strategy and begin to embark and do that strategy so that we find ourselves to be on top, hallelujah. So the man of God has taught us that the more we intensify in prayer, that is the more we rise and maintain a life of victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you are listening to me where you are this morning and you feel that you have been living a life of defeat, all oh, praise be to Jesus, glory to God. I have come in this morning to tell you this, uh, that if you want to maintain a lifestyle of victory, uh, you need to pray. You need to intensify, not only just pray ordinarily. No, no, no. But intensify in your prayer life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the more you intensify, the more you will maintain a life of victory. Ah, what a powerful message. What a powerful teaching. Hallelujah. So prayer is there to make sure that you maintain a lifestyle of victory. So beloved, where you are, listening to me, if you have seen that maybe your life has been turning the tides the wrong way, I am here to encourage you that keep on praying, keep on praying, maintain a lifestyle of prayer, and definitely, definitely, your life will get back to the road of victory. Hallelujah. And the men of God Father, say that if you fold your hands and do nothing and you just go about with the Flow In whatever situation you are in, you will get deprived of the things that God has made available for you. Ah, I am here to plead with you, saints. I am here to plead with you, child of God. Do not just go with the flow. This morning, make up your mind and refuse to go with the flow. And say, I am going to get into the prayer strategy. And I am going to make sure that my situation will change. Whatever it is God has made available for me me, I am going to tap into it through prayer, hallelujah, hallelujah, somebody just shout hallelujah where you are, say I am going to tap into the strategy of prayer, make it your heart's desire, make it uh, your heart's desire this morning uh, that you will tap into prayer and that your life will begin to transform because there is power that is released my brethren when we begin to pray, uh, when we tap into the strategy of prayer, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh my God, that is powerful. That is powerful. Mm, that is powerful. And it's reviving and it's transforming. Hallelujah. And brethren, let's get ready. Let's get ready there Let's get ready now as we are gearing up to pray to connect to this strategy of prayer. If you are there and you are believing that God is going to bring a turnaround in your life in the comment section, just say amen because I believe that as we are going to pray over this prayer point, today something is going to give. Today something is going to move. Hallelujah. There is going to be a release as we connect in prayer together this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So ye I am here to tell you that time to sleep is gone. We are not going to sleep. No, no, no. We are going to pray fervently. We are going to pray violently in this morning, and we are going to get in with all our full force, with all our might and our strength as we begin to pray, as we begin to pray, and when we do so, ah, things are going to change for us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I am going to read our prayer point where you are. Just rush quickly. Take your Bible, open your Bible with me, and preferably if you get to the particular portion of scripture that's open the the verse and just read out loudly with me hallelujah we are going to read in the book of isaiah 60 verse 1 where you are just shout or tell your husband your children or whoever you are with uh, tell them that isaiah 60 verse 1 and just give god all the praise that is where we are going to read hallelujah Hallelujah. So join me right now where you are and just read with me. Hallelujah. And the Bible reads, I'm reading from the NKJV version, and the Bible reads one, two, three. Let's read together. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. May God bless the reading of the word. May God bless the reading of his word. Where you are, just make the loudest. Amen, amen, amen. So as we read in this particular portion, it is calling for you and me to arise. Hallelujah. And I am here to say, as we are going to pray, let's arise in prayer this morning, you and me, let's arise, and when we do so, whatever darkness that has been covering, whatever situation we have been facing in our lives, it will depart when we arise and we begin to pray, when we arise and we begin to stand firm, so this morning we are arising and we are standing on the word of God, and we are begin to stay. we are going to stand firm, and we are going to resist Every hand of the enemy over our lives, over our families, over those of our beloved and over the church. Today we want to pray. And you want to stand in and pray fervently. And we're saying, we as the children of God, we are rising in the strategy of prayer. And we are praying and we are pushing. And this morning, and we are declaring that the glory of the Lord has come. And whatever hand of the enemy, whatever darkness, today as we pray, it will be scattered. Today as we pray, it will be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Be it whatever area you are praying for, this morning declare this word, this morning declare this special, declare, declare this scripture and begin to pray and begin to speak it over your life position yourself in this morning by arising through prayer so that you can overcome whatever darkness you may be facing hallelujah hallelujah let's begin to pray father we thank you in this morning Jbehezo dalari gedoja lazada where you are praying begin to pray in tongues begin to arise lija Baba 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 ba ba landia Haya. lija begedo hosa dehe la liyahaya limbaraza gidoho jandia mazagibe leja Baba Baba rida ba ba ridah bahaya lija gadao ya zagi dehe Haya higher Ligede. ligedehe ayajazi deheze All the glory of the Lord has come. Rizagada in every situation, in every circumstance, over the church, over every individual listening to this broadcast. We are praying in this morning. Darkness has no power over our lives, over our families, over our church in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus rezagidousa zahaya Lamba de yesha zagida haya razou da razida da haya landa haya yesha baga da haya oh yeah the way you are yes keep on arising keep on arising limbaridos zagia hande jegedeha haya zagidousa shaba baba baba name of jesus in the mighty name. Of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We worship you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory and all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you that it's done. Father, we thank you that it's done in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, just give God the praise and worship where you are and believe that it has been done over your life in this morning. In Jesus' mighty name.
1: pray somebody pray refuse that your 2021 remains the same just begin to declare that in this year your life is going to another level it's going to another place you are rising from where you are where you've been sleeping where you've been stagnant your life is going up in the mighty name of of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This is Apostle Michael, welcome to the Word of Faith uh, session. Pastor Ruth has been leading us to pray. Uh, I do believe God has done something during the prayer session in this uh, month of January. This is our month of a step further in prayer where we are we are saying you know what we, we we just don't want to be ordinary we don't want to be at the same place we've been in this position for too long but we want to get to another level we want to get to another place um uh, i welcome you for watching uh i believe some of you haven't seen or heard from each other uh since 2020 but i believe god has started something new in your life even as we've begun 2021 uh welcome you, ECCI, Exalted Christ Church, welcomes you. Uh, let's get to the Word of God. Today, I'll be talking about uh, enforcing our victory in prayer, enforcing our victory in prayer, enforcing our victory in prayer. When we started 2021, we, we, we were focusing on the uh, subject of prayer because precisely when we begin a year, we need to start it with God. In everything that we do, we need to... St- you know, come up with strategies that God gives us in the arena of prayer. But one of the things that I've realized over the years is that when people do start a year, they start with uh, plans, with uh, desires, with resolutions of what, what they want to do or achieve in the year that they have started. But one of the key things, or one of the most notable things is that maybe sometime during the year around March, people, a lot of people get frustrated. They come to a realization that there is a force that is fighting against them. There is a force that is standing before them. You know, Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 2, if you read it, I'll just paraphrase it for you. The Bible says, uh, when we walk through the water, it shall not sweep us away. When we go through the fire, uh, the fire will not touch our bodies. We shall not bend, neither shall we have a stench of the flame. You know, what the Bible says, they say, when you walk, meaning in our lives, it is inevitable that we are not going to to be faced with resistance. It is inevitable. Resistance is going to come. We are going to be in a battle somewhere, one way or the other. There's something that is that we are going to go. Says so when you, meaning it is something that is to be expected as a believer. Because sometimes we think that as we are saved, as we are born again, then it means uh, the enemy is not going to try something. The enemy has been defeated, yes, but that doesn't mean the enemy is not coming your way, or he's not trying something. Pastor Ruth read earlier on, on Isaiah chapter 60, says, arise and shine, for the earth is covered in darkness. So I am the, the light of the world, but around me there is darkness. So if the light is not going above darkness, then the darkness will surely at some point overcome the light. So it is inevitable as a believer that you will not go through. It is inevitable. Challenges are always going to come. Problems are always going to come. The enemy is going to bring warfare in one thing or the other. The enemy is going to resist you in one thing or the other. Uh, but however, the word of God says victory is our heritage. When you read uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. First John chapter 5, verse 4. I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. It says, you see every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs. Over the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So, victory is something that God has given us. Even our faith produces victory. But for us to experience this victory, it means we have to enforce that victory. You know, believers, like I've said, sometimes we come to a point where uh, whether i can call it a rude awakening where we realize that you know what this is what we we believe uh god to do this is what we are believing god for this is what we are we are supposed to be seeing in this year that we are in you know we we we, we come to a place where we we start to see forces we start to see resistance we start to see so victory belongs to us yes but that victory has to be enforced because the devil is not going to give in smiling he's not going to give in uh you know, but not, he's not just going to give in without a fight. He's going to be fighting, he's going to be resisting you. That's why Ephesians chapter 6 says, uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, against principalities. The weapon of our warfare is not carnal, but it is mighty into pulling down what strongholds. Though we move in the flesh, we do not war against the flesh, but we war against principalities and powers. That's Second Corinthians chapter ten. But unless there is somebody that is enforcing victory, a believer's life will be full of frustration. And one of the the key things that was God has given us to enforce this victory is the principle of prayer let's let's read matthew chapter 17 let's see what the bible says matthew 17 verse 20 from verse 20 Oh hallelujah let me just start maybe on verse 15 oh, with the background of the story When, verse 14, when they, when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is, he is lunatic and so vexed, and for oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples that they could and they could not cure him. Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? uh, Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said to him, Why could not we cast out? Now, like I've said, sometimes believers, we come to a place... um, whether it's a rude awakening it's a it's a, it's, a it's, it's an awakening of some sort where you realize that god has given you the authority to deal with demonic forces god has given you the authority to you know he has given you power to do all sorts of things but when situations do come you come to a place where you 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 you're trying to do what the word of god says you are declaring you're speaking forth the word uh, of authority and of power and you realize things are not moving you know Matthew chapter 10, the Bible tells us that the same disciples, Jesus imparted them the power to go and heal the sick, imparted them the power to go into, you know, into cities and towns and perform miracles. And they did went, came back to Jesus with a report that even the devils could hear us. We did this. We did that. And then we saw the power of God at work. But here in Matthew chapter 17, the same disciples that casted out devils, they, they realized that something is different. They tried casting out the devil out of this child and they could not until the, the father came to Jesus and he says, I brought my child to your disciples. I mean, the father could or had knowledge that the disciples could also cast out devils because they had been imparted the same power. By Jesus, but when they tried this time, something did not give in that the father had to look for Jesus and said, Lord, Lord, I came to your disciples, but this thing wasn't working. This thing uh, wasn't wasn't going the way that it was supposed to to go. So I want you to to help me because the disciples failed. The first thing that Jesus said was you faithless generation. And he rebuked them and he casted out the devil and the devil. Uh left the child the devil left the child and 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 they came to jesus verse 20 verse 19 rather they came to the disciples then the disciples came to jesus they said why could we not cast out because earlier on they did cast out devils earlier on they did heal the sick but on this particular incident nothing happened even the disciples themselves apart from the father they wondered Why is it not working this time? Because we did that and it worked, but this time it is not working. Jesus then responded in verse 20. Then he said to them, uh, because of your unbelief. So the issue of faith, number one, faith. For verily I say unto you, if your faith is a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Verse twenty one. Howbeit this kind goeth out, not, but by prayer and fasting. Howbeit this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. So Jesus gave them three things there. Number one, it was faith. Number two, He gave them uh, the formula of prayer and fasting. He says this kind goeth not, but by prayer and fasting. What you are encountering now is not the same as what you encountered in Matthew chapter 10. But this one needs you to concentrate more on prayer. This one needs you to develop more, to give yourself more to prayer. Because what you are encountering now, it's a different kind. It says, I'll beg this kind. So, it, it means there are situations that will not go by the way that you've been praying before. There are circumstances that will not change by the prayer life that you are leading now. There are things that will not move by the way that you are doing, uh, you are conducting your prayer life, you are committed to prayer now. Some of you, you pray because situations have arisen and you wonder why situations do not change. Jesus said, this kind goeth not bad by prayer and fasting meaning if they had been praying the prayer that they were doing until they encountered this kind was not sufficient to change the story that that they were faced with it was not sufficient to change the situation that they found themselves in and and you realize that most most of the time believers this is what we are faced where we are praying but things are not shifting where we have been doing something things are not changing it means we ought to commit more to prayer, to give ourselves more to prayer. It means we ought to take more time in prayer. It means we had to take more focus in prayer so that things can begin to change, so that situations can begin to move. So I said if you have faith, so faith, prayer, and fasting. Jesus, the one that was uh, uh, responding uh, to, 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 to the disciples, Jesus himself was a man of prayer jesus himself was given to prayer jesus himself was you know he was a person that had a strong prayer life i mean he started his ministry with prayer throughout his ministry the bible tells us that jesus always praying john chapter 14 verse 30 jesus said uh, uh, something says for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me jesus said the prince of this world has come and is coming in every believer's life, you should understand that the devil is not going to sit idle and do nothing. Jesus said the prince of this world is coming. He was coming after Jesus. And Jesus said something. He said, as he is coming, he has nothing on me. Jesus could say he has nothing on me because Jesus stayed in prayer. Jesus had a lively prayer life. His prayer life was not, you know, sometimes believers with, with what I want to call a dwindling, dwindling prayer life where you are there and then you disappear believers don't know where you are and then all of a sudden when things are not going going well they're your men of god i need you to pray for me ah brother i need you to pray for me a eh, brother i need you to believe with me jesus had a prayer like that was alive. when he came to cast out the devil he says he just said go and the demon left why because prayer when you have a Continuous perpetual prayer life, it produces authority and anointing. So it was easy for him to deal with the situation because he was a man that stayed in prayer, produced the power and the anointing of God. That whatever that came, he says, The enemy, the prince of this world, is coming after me, but he has nothing on me. Meaning, no matter how much the, the devil was going to come against or after Jesus, he was not going to do anything. He was not going to succeed because the man of prayer produced power. The man of prayer was untouchable. The man of prayer was rising above every challenge that came against him. Remember one time the Bible says that they came to take Jesus so that they could throw him over a cliff. And when they took him to throw him over a cliff, the Bible says all of a sudden they could not touch him. And he moved amongst them and they could not see him. Why? Because he was a man of prayer. He was a man prayer, So Jesus enforced authority, though the enemy was defeated, but he had to enforce authority, and his enforcement of authority was bathed through prayer. Miracles came as a result of prayer. Demons could listen to what he said because of the authority that came as a result of his devotional, devoted prayer life. Let's read the book of uh, Mark, Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1, we are going to read from verse, uh, verse 21 rather. Let me just paraphrase the story for you. Mark chapter 1, and they went into Capernaum straightway on the Sabbath, and he entered into the synagogue and taught, and they were astonished at his doctrine. They were amazed at what Jesus was teaching for. He taught them as one that he had authority. He goes into a synagogue and he starts teaching. But as they listened to the teaching, they realized that this man, the way that he's teaching, the way that he's bringing out uh, his sermons or he's bringing out uh, his revelations, this man has authority. And, 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 and he taught, the Bible says, as one that had authority and not as the scribes. The scribes, these were people that were in charge of, of the synagogues. Or rather, let me use the word church. They were in charge of the church in that day. But as they were, as Jesus came into the synagogue, into their synagogues, he began to minister in such a way that the people would see authority in him. There was a difference between his teaching and the scribes because Jesus was a man of prayer and prayer reproduced the God kind in him, reproduced the anointing in him. So the moment that he began to teach, there was a vast difference that the people could notice that there's something different. He's teaching with authority and not as the scribes. Verse 23, and there was in their synagogue, a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out saying, let us alone, for what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who who thou art uh, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of the men. And they were amazed, insomuch as, they, as that they questioned among us themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commanded, and he even, the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. They were amazed. Jesus was teaching. They noticed that there was a difference between the teaching of Jesus and the teaching of the scribes and there was a man with an unclean spirit and Jesus casted out the devil right there and the bible says the people got amazed when they saw this they said what type of doctrine is this one what type of teaching is this one bazalone uh, saints, If you have not been introduced to the doctrine of prayer, you will remain in the mediocre type of life where things, you start something as if the moment it looks like it's it's, it's about to shoot up, it's going somewhere, there is a, a, a force that oppresses you. The Bible says we are fighting against principalities, against powers, against rulers, against uh, forces of darkness in the heavenly realm. So these forces, they are always there to suppress. You start a business, they are suppressing. You start this thing, they are suppressing. Unless you give yourself to the doctrine of prayer, So they said, What manner of men that even devils they they are subject to him, they obey him when he says something. It means these people they were in the synagogue, and when demons would would do whatever they do, they could not cast them out because they liked the doctrine of prayer. Nobody told them that prayer was the generator of power. But when Jesus came, he was a game changer when Jesus came, he enforced the victory that God has over. Listen, God has defeated the devil. That's that's a given. The Bible says it's so. The devil has been defeated. God has done it, it's a done deal. It's, it's, it's not like you know, the devil is a, you know is not defeated. But when it comes to your life, have you been have you come to a place of the knowledge of God, to the doctrine that makes you enforce the victory that God has won over the devil? You know, the victory that God has won in your life, in your business, in your marriage, in your ministry, in everything that you do, this victory is enforced by prayer. So they said, what man of doctrine is this that even devils hear him? Jesus was a man of prayer. So it was through prayer that he would enforce victory. Through prayer that he would put the devil at his place. He says the devil is coming. The prince of this world is coming. But he has nothing on me. In other words, he cannot touch me. He cannot touch my finances. He cannot touch my marriage. He cannot touch anything that concerns me. Why? Because of prayer and forcing victory over the enemy. In, 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 in Luke 10 verse 19, the Bible says we've been given authority to trample over snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and the enemy shall do us no harm. That's what the Bible says. But believers, you, we, we are constantly, or, or we, many come to a place where they are frustrated. Many come to a place where they are not happy with the way things are, and they don't realize what is going on. The Bible already says we have been given the authority. The authority has been given, but the trembling part of the authority that God gives us happens in prayer. The Bible says Jesus went to fasting 40 days and 40 nights. What does the Bible say in the book of Luke chapter 4? Ye, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me so that I can preach deliverance to the captives. Where was he getting that? When he went in prayer, he cultivated enough power that when he came back from prayer, he could say the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me that I can set the captives free, that I can set the dungeons, that, the, that those that are sitting in dungeons of darkness, that I, I, I have come to set to set them free, and to preach the gospel of liberty to those that are bound, the gospel of deliverance to those that are bound. When we see Jesus from Luke chapter 4 going from ty- town to town, Jesus is trampling over the enemy. And where did he get the authority to do so? Where does the trampling happen? Because when we read these scriptures, we quickly, you know, we go to declaring, and when we start declaring, and, and we, we sometimes... We see that the declaration seems as if they are not working. The declaration does work, but the declaration is not begged up with prayer. We have been given authority to trample. What is to trample? It means I am enforcing the authority that God has already bestowed upon me. I am enforcing that authority, and how do I enforce it? I enforce it in the arena called prayer. Your 2021 doesn't have to be the same as 2020. Maybe 2020, you say, man of God, uh, COVID just happened. I was unprepared. But we are already in the period where COVID is. It means you have enough ample time to prepare in prayer so that you can trample every demon that comes against your life, comes against your family, comes against your children, comes against your health, comes against everybody that is around you. Pray. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So in prayer, we we enforce the authority, and the victory that Jesus won over the enemy. So that's why Jesus, you know, in the book of Matthew chapter 19, he told them the formula. He said to the disciples, "Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil and the spirit came out of the child and the child was cured from that very hour. And they said, Master, we had failed this, we tried this, and it did not work. Why? And Jesus said, this kind goeth not, but by prayer and fasting. There are things in your life that you have been dealing with, things in your life that you have been enduring. Some of us have gone to a place where we are now enduring. We endure that because we have failed in the arena of prayer. We have failed in the arena of prayer. If we do pray, things will begin to change. If we do pray, we start to see changes. If we rise up in prayer, we start to see changes. If we do pray, Jesus said, this kind goeth not bad by prayer and fasting. So there are certain things that you don't have to sleep Certain things that you don't have to. You are just eating Monday to Friday. You are eating to Sunday. You are eating. You don't take time to pray. There is a kind that goeth by prayer. There is a kind that goeth by fasting. There is a kind that will respect only prayer. There is a kind that will only respect fasting. There is a kind that will only notice men and women of prayer. There is a kind that will only give in to people of prayer. It says, the devil is coming, but he has nothing on me. Why? Because Jesus was a man of prayer. They could not do anything to him. Even on the point of death, he gave himself up to be killed. He gave his gospel so that he could die. They could not do anything to Jesus. Jesus, that he would not allow them because he generated authority in prayer. He generated his power in prayer. He generated, so you need to have, you know, begin to pray the prayer of faith with, with fasting, the prayer of faith with fasting, the prayer of faith. I believe during the week uh, we are going to have uh, uh, during our dynamic session Monday to Thursday. We are going to be talking more about prayer. Do join us, and we'll be talking more even on the prayer of fasting, how to combine prayer, faith, and fasting to produce the desired results in anything that you are praying for, in anything that you are praying for. So many believers are in a rut. You are in a place where you are stagnant. You are not happy with what's happening around you. You're not happy. You know, sometimes believers even come to a place where they give up on things. They give up on this, on the business, on that. They give up on this. You maybe you're praying for a loved one. You, you get to a place where you even give up on the loved one. You say, you know what? I'm not going to pray for this person anymore. Uh, you, you get so emotional. You get so caught up with emotions that even the devil manipulates you to get to a place of giving up. Say this thing, I'm no longer following it through. You know, this business, I'm shutting it down. I'm starting something else. And when you start something else, the devil just comes again and you give that thing up and you give that thing up. Jesus said this kind, so you need you have to identify the kind that you are dealing with. When we began 2021, I was talking about the receiver strategies, get the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit can give you strategies in the arena of prayer. When you are praying for something, things are not moving. God can give you the strategy. How whether you need to fast over that particular situation, how you need to tackle it in prayer. Also, the Bible says that for when we, we, we pray over situations we don't know what you ought to pray for but when we pray in the Holy Ghost the Holy Spirit when we are speaking in tongues the Holy Ghost gives us utterances that are in accordance to the will of God, he gives us the right way to pray. When we pray in the spirit, we pray according to the will of God concerning the situation. So so get the right strategy when you're praying for something because many give up because they don't have the right strategy. Many throw the the towel down and say, you know what, I think I'm going to start something else. But when you gear up in your prayer, when you gear up in prayer, situations do change. Situations do change. So enforce the victory in prayer. Luke chapter 8, verse uh, uh, 26 uh, uh, to to 29, the Bible tells us there was a man that was bound by evil spirits that drove him into the wilderness. I think a lot of us, we know the story. Uh, The Bible says that no chains could hold this man legion he had a legion of demons his name is not legion but the demons that were in him was a legion no chain could hold him when they tried to 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 uh maybe the modern term is to sedate him to keep him calm he could not be calm this he had strength of maybe over a hundred men that he would break chains when they try to so that you know eventually the demons drove him into the wilderness another vision another uh, 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 uh book of the bible says it drove him to the tombs and you you were staying there. But the Bible says when Jesus met this man, Jesus, the man of prayer, our Lord Jesus, a man that was so much infused, the Bible records that from time to time, when you read uh, this story in the book of Luke, the earlier chapter tells us that Jesus... Uh, was left by the disciples. Also in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, the disciples left Jesus, but you know, you went to pray in the mountain and they went to cross over to the other side, uh, to the, going to the Gadarenes. And when Jesus caught up with the disciples, they're already somewhere in the middle of, of the sea and there was a tempest and a storm. And he came from prayer, walking on water, and they were amazed how is this man? Is this a ghost? What is going on? And it was Jesus, the man of prayer. When you pray, you can rise above. The storms. You can walk on top of storms. When you're a man of prayer, a woman of prayer, you can walk above the storms. You can walk above circumstances. You can walk above situations. Jesus joined the disciples. He counted the storm. He calmed the wind. And when they got to the other side, to the Gatherings, that's where this man, uh, where the legion of demon was. When Jesus got there, the first thing that happens: the men ran up to Jesus, and he was asking Jesus, like, Lord, what do you want with us? And I'm thinking did they not have churches in the gatherings did not they have uh, uh leaders in 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 you know in, 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 in spiritual matters religious leaders in the gatherings i'm sure they had but none of them could deal with the situation that this man was in the kind of of demonic oppression this man was in needed only but a person of prayer that when jesus got to the shores of this place He did not need to call the man, but his presence alone. The man came running and he says, what do you want from us? And Jesus casted out the spirit from that person. There is a kind, let me just say this. There is a kind, we are getting into, you know, in, in, in business, you are going into many types of business ventures. And sometimes you get to ventures like the gathering type of venture. Where you need to be a person of prayer. The moment you get into that arena, demonic forces that are fighting against you, fighting against things around you, fighting against your business. They don't need no introduction. Just like Jesus, when he got to the show of this place, the man came, submitted himself. Remember, chains could not hold him. There are times where your 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 academic level, your academic situation will not change. How smart, how intelligent you are will not change the story, but it will only respond to but prayer. It will only respond to but but prayer hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah Kaaba ledeboko soto koya, parando lodoboko sondo, koshikaya ribragadoske. There are certain things that can only respond to prayer. There are certain situations, circumstances. That we're already in a situation where they are shutting everything down. If you're not a person of prayer, you'll forever be questioning, Oh God, when am I going to come out? Oh, let's wait for the will of God. Things, the will of God is that he has already made you a victorious person, but you need to enforce that victory in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, in the place of prayer, in the place of prayer. Luke chapter 4, 18, Jesus resisted every temptation that the devil came at him with. You know, after the 40-day prayer and fasting. Because he was a person of prayer. Temptations, we overcome them when we pray. Say, oh, man man of God, I think uh, this is my weakness. Your weaknesses can go if only you can pray. Jesus said in the book of John that the enemy is coming against me, but he has nothing. John 14, 30, but he has nothing on me because Jesus was a man of prayer. He was a man of prayer. Isaiah chapter 60, arise, shine, for the light has come, gross darkness. It means where we are, the world we are living in, there is dark forces that are constantly fighting against believers. But it is only a believer that is risen reason in the arena of prayer that will rise to overcome these dark forces. What do I mean? Only a person that has reason in your commitment to pray. You, you know, some of you, you cannot pray, some believers cannot pray for more than 10 minutes a day. Mzalwani, what's out there is bigger than what you want to achieve. Rather, what you want to achieve is bigger than what's out there. But as long as you remain smaller than what's out there in your prayer life, you are not going to change anything. So it means you have to rise in the arena of prayer. Captivity goes when you pray. Resistance goes when you pray. Dark forces that are out there, we subdue them when we pray. We put them in their place when we pray. 1 Corinthians 16 verse 13 says, Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, and act like men be strong. First Corinthians, let me read it in another version of the Bible. In closing. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. This is what the word of God says. It says, watch ye stand fast in the faith, be strong, be alert and on your guard, stand firm in your faith, your conviction, in your conviction, and act like men, be courageous and grow in strength. Act like men. I know it's, it's, it's a... Some already start to say, oh, the Bible is becoming sexist. Act like men. Be people that stand. Act like men. Be men of prayer. Be people that are bold, that strength. It says, yeah, be courageous and grow in strength. So what does this mean, Bazalwan? We can grow from faith to faith. We can grow from glory to glory. But the arena we grow is in the arena of prayer. Acts chapter 6, the disciples said, "Let's uh, we, we are going to give ourselves to prayer and to the study of the word, to the ministry of the word. The reason why they said that is because there was a revival that had just begun. For them to maintain that revival, these men had to become men of prayer. The Bible says they chose men that could do one, two, or three things in the church. They chose men that could stand uh, as deacons in the church so that they could focus on prayer. So that they could focus on prayer. So this morning, what am I saying? I am saying for you to change the life that you are living, you ought to become a man and a woman of prayer. Open your mouth right where you are and just begin to pray. In 2021, make it your ambition, make it your ambition, make it your ambition that you are growing in prayer. The more you grow in prayer, says the Bible says here, grow in strength. When you grow in the arena of prayer, you are growing in strength. Circumstances and situations that are coming after you, you can defeat them. In prayer, you can defeat them as you pray. You can defeat them when you stand to pray. This year, may, may it not be a year where you are disappointed with one thing or the other, but during the year, be, devote yourself more to prayer. When you do so, you'll begin to see changes in your life. you begin to see changes in your life. From Apostle Michael, ECCI family, and Pastor Ruth, we love you. Take care. Have a blessed sunday just another reminder before i leave from monday starting this monday 6 p.m up until thursday it's it's dynamic session uh we're doing our dynamic session on prayer we'll be praying sharing the word of god please do join us 6 p.m south african time don't miss it for anything god bless you